In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner in crime is the one, the only, coming to you live from a pantry. (laughs) (laughs) Travis Ratz here, just munching Uh, and crunching. (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to the Comic Exposure Podcast. This is a podcast where Travis and I delve deep into what's going on in comic books. We're either reading trades and discussing them a la the Oprah Book Club, or we call it the Comic Book Club, or we're we're spending some time, like we're going to spend some time today, just just shooting the proverbial bullpucky on uh, what's going on in the world of uh, nerddom and comics and and all that good stuff. So, Travis, school just started for me. Yeah, I was going to say, so here's the thing. I like how you said bull hockey or whatever it is because <laughs> i'm teaching sixth graders now as you know after 12 years of high schoolers and i'm, I'm mixing it with the lower grades and you know like you i like powerpoint where i always like t- talk about myself and has interests and like on there is like podcasts you know like and they're like mr Ratz, you have a podcast and like in my head i was just like uh yeah and like what's the name of your podcast and i'm like ooh. i mean Never we're, mind. We're, we're pretty clean but uh sometimes you know uh, <laughs> And so it's it's really weird, uh, Josh, because, uh, you know, one of the things I really got into sixth grade teacher mode, like immediately, you know? Yeah. But then I know, like, I can I can keep myself from crossing that that border and not like saying shit, you know, like in the middle of the yeah. class or something like that. But the kids like the kids were doing some activity, you know, to get to know you activities. And uh, one kid's like false statement was uh, my dad's friend uh, once smacked a bear on a on his butt. And I'm and every kids are laughing. I'm like, oh, wait a minute, can 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 sixth graders say butt? Is that am I like okay? I, I'm like, in my head? I got my all these alarms started going off. I'm like, is butt okay? Like butt's definitely okay for high school, but is it okay for sixth grade? Can I say butt? And I was like, mm. I'm like, I'm gonna let this one go, uh, but I'm not gonna react to it. There you go. There you go. There you go. Probably the best decision. Probably the best. Yeah, you know what? I you know it's it's interesting because I you know I haven't taught anything but seniors I, I taught like i taught a psych class i don't know three years ago and there were some sophomores in there but really i haven't taught anything but seniors in a long time yeah right yeah, yeah. so you get really comfortable with seniors and, and you know like i don't you know i probably swear occasionally in class where it'll i say yeah uh i think i say probably hell is the one that i say that is it, because i go because we're talking about something and, it, and we're talking about how no one's paying attention to what's going on in the world because i teach government yeah, and yeah. like it goes into like and then thomas jefferson goes like what the hell's with this and he yeah, decides yeah you know? oh and like um uh i mean you teach ap it's basically a college course and a lot of the readings that you're doing will have you know some swear words in it and stuff like that uh so i'll say like this is shit or like this is bullshit uh (laughs) would be about you know you know so anyways i gotta i gotta readjust my dial so i'm I'm noticing in the in the camera because i can see myself down in the bottom this beard i'm rocking is solidly gray right now it is it's peppery it's peppery it is i don't even know if it's peppery it's stripey it's like no there's like a gray stripe yeah it's like you have gray mutton chops 
I and do. a gray goatee, but then your 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 uh, macho man stash, you know, is your fu ah. your fu man shoe is all it's dark. It's dark. Yeah, it's I don't. This is strange stuff. I it's uh really checking my morality or not morality my uh ego no what is it when like vanity think, no <laughs> not morality because that's with morals but like when you mortality like, mortality there <laughs> mortality oh <laughs> uh, yeah there we go mortality so uh, you know travis uh for this episode i figured you know I know that I've I've been reading a bunch of stuff, but you and I haven't connected on exactly what to read right. yet. Because we've been and we've so, been, we just came off a of summer break, and yeah. you know, I was traveling and moving into this new place, and and so uh, we're I think going to try to get back into like a regular um, every other week routine. Uh, and we've been we've been kicking around stuff for lists, but we haven't solidified anything yet. Yeah, so I I know that I've been reading a pile of stuff. I think I'm in a little bit of a renaissance right now. Uh, and Gabby has told me just recently, like, hey, why are there so many books up in our bedroom? What's going on? Well, at why? least she has a decency to call them books. Right? She did say, <laughs> she said, I didn't know that I was marrying a bibliophile. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that she made me feel good about it. And she didn't go like, oh, what's with all the funny pages, nerd? <laughs> so, so, you know, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, Babe, you yeah. knew who I was when you married me. Uh-uh. I did not. No. You kept that no, you, a secret. You, you, you kept that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, you know, I, I've been reading some stuff and I'm gonna I'm gonna blame I'm gonna blame the podcast. Blame, are you gonna blame it on the rain? I'm blame it on the rain. Uh <laughs> I'm gonna blame it on the podcast because we read Swamp Thing and Animal Man, and I read those digitally, right? Mm -hmm. Well, then you realize how many stupid sales are on comiXology. And that's how they get you to look. They get you to look by the sale. And you're like, well, I didn't really find anything on the sale. And you're like, oh my God, there's a new X-Men book out. Yep. And then you're reading X-Men. And then you're reading Brian Michael Bendis writing Batman. And you're like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. So I've been I've been reading a good a good chunk of stuff. A good chunk of stuff. Uh and and then I've like been on a I've been on like a diet lately. So I haven't eaten any, I haven't eaten McDonald's in like a month and a half, two months now, uh, since like the beginning of July. That's probably um, why your beard is getting so gray. You don't have those sweet Mickey D oils in there, you know. And I haven't. Well, like I've been, I haven't eaten fast food really in in that amount of time. And whoa, then, whoa, 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 I'm concerned. Pizza? Do you consider pizza? Fast I, food? I'm gonna tell you, pizza has been very few and far between, man. Yeah. Like I can count the the time I've had pizza on a hand in the last two months. So wow, I I know, dude. Well, so that's I'm, like that's I, like the equivalent I of Michelangelo. Michelangelo being like, "Sorry, bro, I'm on a keto diet." <laughs> I've lost like I've lost like almost 15 pounds, right? So I haven't oh, I haven't wow. drank as much. I haven't drinking a lot of beer either because beer is expensive and there's a lot of calories in that stuff, especially the fancy uh, fancy beers that you drink. Especially like, the it's fancy, like cotton like, candy beer, like uh, caramel apple carb, beer, fine amount of carbs that are in like a lactose IPA. So I haven't. So like. I think my habits of McDonald's and, and beer have turned into uh, and pizza, pizza have turned into comic books. And so I don't know. Gotta, I'll be it's thinner. Gotta, it's got to go out somewhere, man. You know, right? you, you got to go it out somewhere and, and comics. Hey, you know, you're saving that money on beer. I mean, like right. one what like like one like big tall boy bottle of like growler of beer is about the same price as a trade. Yeah, I bought one that I've got in the fridge and I haven't opened it yet because it's I think it's 13%. It's like a barrel aged. 
And that, that was 25 bucks for that one, man. Oh, like, man, it's that's a, like an omnibus. They didn't build it. They didn't bottle a bunch of them. It's like a just it's like a special one. And yeah, so, yeah. You know, what are you going to do? So here's here's let's talk about what we've been reading. So uh, what do you what have you been diving into, man? What's the what's the last thing you read? You want to go tit for tat? Uh, actually, okay, yeah, so go, I'll go. I'll go. Last thing. I'll go. Last thing I read. Just, you know, yeah. speaking of which, I picked up the the two new X-Men books, uh, House of X and Powers of X. How far uh, are you in it? Uh, so I I. I download the f- the first two of I think there's only two of each, correct? Three of each, right now. Three, yeah. oh, three th- of each. So I just yeah, read I just read the out. first uh, House of X and the first Powers of X, but I have all of them downloaded. So after our podcast today, I'm gonna definitely go in and read those today because I really I, dig I've it. been reading that. I, I want to talk to you about it. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So all right, so you, you got you got to keep on the the first issues here, like the opening yeah, yeah, yeah. exposition. All right, it's hard for me to like remember. Like, look, let's just talk basics. Jonathan Hickman is the most sci-fi nerdiest writer you could bring over to X-Men, right? right? And so what do you think about, I mean, just the opening issue, like they're using a mutant plant to open gateways to different places and they have their own planet or whatever, right? Like the Krakoa. Super sci-fi. My least favorite aspect about the world building here is is the plant teleportation i get so for those of you who don't know we're not going to spoil like plot things but the premise is is that xavier has created his like own uh he's 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 asking for amnesty and he has this island or uh called krakoa and that krakoa yeah. island is basically built on these it's like plants. an island it's like a mutant island and those and and then also they have like little embassies across yeah. the world that have these plants on it. And if you are a mutant, the plants allow you to teleport from one embassy, quote unquote, to another. Uh, and they also like cure any kind of mental illnesses. They also extend yeah. the life of humans five years. They also, um, you know, all, all this stuff. And then they do a whole nother list of things for mutants. I'm like, this is a, these plants can do a lot, man. This is, it's like the CBD oil of the X-Men universe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you think about it, you wonder if like that's part of the, I, you know, it's an interesting take the, to go like the allegory of it. It's all right. an allegory on on hemp, <laughs> right? Or how, or how you know, how do you get the mutants to have you know to get their own way, right? They're able to offer something to humanity. Yeah, it's right? brilliant. I, I, and, uh, coming from you, do economics and government. Yeah. So I mean, this this like setting up. What would you have to do to be able to establish your own country, other than physically take it from someone? Uh, right. Is you have to have collateral. You have to, yeah, the collateral. I'm I'm thinking of the wrong word. You have to have. I think they actually you, use in the book. You have to have something to offer. You have, to have some leverage. leverage. You got to have something. That you yeah, you have to right? have leverage. Um. So that so House of X follows that storyline as we're um and it just gets more batshit crazy dude and that's by uh uh uh, pepe uh laraz does the art on that it's very house very uh uh it's a little bit tweaky here and there um but it's it's what you it's very kind of mainstream marvel um over the last 15 years yeah yeah you know more so than powers of x i think but also it does have a little bit of um there's some pieces of it that are are own, like it's not Aja, but it's it's like pieces of it are very much like. And here's a very stripped down panel. There's a couple pictures where like 
some things are really detailed and then some panels where you're like, okay, yeah, well that was a weird. Yeah, you see with the backgrounds, especially like you see the yeah. panel backgrounds where they'll use those flat colors sometimes on, on there. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's a good mix of it. But uh, yeah. I think it, I love, I mean, the art is very, I, I, I think it fits the story really yeah. well. Yeah, and it's I really, don't expect it's really a lot of curves, not a lot of hard angles, which really kind of right. makes that sci-fi element come out more. Right. And you know, and I'm not I'm 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 OK with it being rather house because I don't I'm not going to X. I mean, I haven't read X-Men in a long time. Right. So, yeah, I'm not really going to X-Men to see like indie art. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't need indie art in my X-Men. Um, I know. Exactly. In fact, if it was, I would be like, oh. It's like, you remember when Grant Morrison had that run on there and they, they had yeah. the, it was off, the art was a little bit off of what we were typically used to with X-Men. Yeah. I remember just being like, no, this is like my, my junk food. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just want, no, 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 I don't want right? to work. I don't want to work for this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, you I don't know, have to decide if I like the art. <laughs> so this one, so House of X essentially follows right now time with the x-men right like it's current timeline story it's what's going on right now and then in powers of 10 you have this story you remember did you ever watch the the school movie the powers of 10 movie oh is it powers like, of 10 they don't call it power okay i got it yes, that makes sense because, yeah yeah yes, goes, yes. okay i feel like an idiot so, now <laughs> no i've heard a bunch of people say that so yeah. so powers of 10 i think the the interesting thing about you remember that movie when you were a kid did you ever watch it in science class or it was like it starts at someone's at a picnic and then it goes by the power of 10 up and so it goes like 10 feet up a hundred feet up. And oh, it no. The... Uh, I was homeschooled in science. I'm a creationist. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed out. You missed I know out. the Ten Commandments. Is that, I thought that's, you know, that's what you know, about. you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Oh, so here's what you got to do. When we're done with the show, go look. Just, just YouTube Powers of Ten video. And I swear, well, you didn't go to school in the States. You went You went, You went. went like a base over in in Asia, correct? <laughs> when were you in junior high? Or like I was in, I was, I was in uh, Asia, my whole, my whole, my whole schooling. Yeah. So, but like, so it, it, so it reminded me of that. So it's really this idea where we're seeing an X-Men story told at uh, 10 years from now, a hundred years from now and a thousand years from now. Right. And so it's super, it's super weird, but I'm going to tell you what, I dig the hell out of it because I think it's a really cool way to tell a story uh, because and just those... to reiterate to your audience, you're talking about the Powers of Ten book, not the House of X. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. Powers of Ten book yeah. really deals with this story where it's like X Men ten years from now, X Men a hundred years from now, X Men a thousand years from now, right? And, and so, yeah. it's I, dude, I think it's a really cool way to tell a story <clears throat> because there's all these layers to it that interact. Yeah, but you don't notice they interact until maybe the end of the issue or the next issue. You go like, yeah. oh, like, I. It. and i know you've only read the first one yet but yeah, when you read the connect. second issue of those you'll get the you'll get the like oh that's what's going what on I, what i do like about the powers of 10 is because i haven't been reading x-men in a while and you know honestly x-men the actual x-men that you know are not really featured in either of these first two issues of either of these titles um but what i like about the powers of x is because i haven't been reading x-men i don't know if, if this is like a new popular x-men in the last 10 years or not but with powers of x we're all all the audience a lot even like i'm sure there's some references to things i don't to get but when you have like characters like rasputin and stuff like that come right. in they seem new to me and i'm guessing they're probably new to a lot of people if they're just being created in this 10 
a hundred, a thousand years from now. There are there are things that we've seen in the past, like Nimrod. Nimrod's done right. really well in this. Normally, Nimrod is just kind of like a Terminator, kind of like, burr, 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 you know. Um, at least when I was reading X Men, he was. Yeah. And so now he's it like, is, this it really is like cool the thing. worst name for a villain, right? And like, like it's, it's and the character design itself is so basic. It's so, but you know what I. It looks I like one of those so, like rock'em sock'em robots that you like you like uh, knockoffs. It would be like the cheap. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, you know, I'm I'm digging it. I'm, I just read. Uh, I think issue three of House of X came out this last week. That's the last one I read. Yeah. So it it I am digging, and the two you'll find that the two of them interact with each other. Yeah, there's, first... there's always a reading list at the back of every issue, like the order you should be reading right, them in, right. which is which is nice and helpful and reminds me of very 90s stuff. Right. And I and I think it's going to set up. I mean, I don't know how it's going to end, but I I'm enjoying being in on the ground floor for a new setup for a book. Yeah, right? and especially something that's so iconic as X-Men because it's been right. it's been I have I mean, that's what got me in the comics and it's been right. so long. It's like coming back to like Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh yeah, carry on my wayward son. <laughs> coming back to the fold. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like I'm like, okay, I I'm jumping in and I, and Hickman is he loves the genre so much. He's very much aware of the ups and downs of X-Men. And so he's coming into this being like, hey, I know a lot of you, my guys, might have jumped off. I know a lot of diehard fans looking for something new and looking for something that makes sense of the continuity um, and just kind of enjoy a good X-Men story. And so I think he's bringing all these elements into it. You know, I think he's doing a really good job. And no wonder he had to quit Walking Dead, man, because can you imagine doing both these no, books and Walking Dead? Guy. That's oh Kirkman. no no! I'm Turk Kirkman. I'm thinking of Kirkman. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that um, that I'm gonna I, I'm gonna read the other ones today, and I think I'm really gonna enjoy this. And I highly recommend if you are. I'm guessing if you're listening to this, you are probably reading like everyone in the world these new X Men books because I think they're selling out really quickly at stores. They, they, they are. Um, I've just I try to. I was at a shop this last week and I was like, oh, I'll pick up the floppy of it just because I haven't picked yeah. up like a comic in a while. And I was like, oh, they don't have it, and it's uh, Thursday. Yeah, right? like, and they uh, were... also they're pricey, pricey books. Yeah, pricey yeah, books. Yeah, yeah. They're making a lot of money with the, off these books. A little, a little pricey for a weekly book. Yeah, a little pricey and, for a weekly uh, book. an audience. Don't worry about buying it in floppy because you know what? There's so many of these in print. You ain't going to make money off these books ever. No, no. <laughs> You're never going to make money off these books. I think Comixology was just, did you get the sale where they're doing like a bundle? Uh, I go through Kindle, Josh. Uh, but but it's all owned yeah. by Amazon. Oh, I didn't get the bundle. Yeah. So it's Dang all it's... owned by. Um, so if you, have, you have Amazon Prime? Yeah. Yeah, you should be able to go back and forth. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Well, yeah, because when I when I click on it says Comixology or Kindle, and it's the yeah. same button. So, yeah. but my app that I have is Kindle, so it puts it on that. Yeah, you might not see you might not see the good sales that that they're running. Oh man, I'm bundleless. I'm sitting over here bundleless, Josh. <laughs> I didn't do the bundle because I was I've been I've been getting them as they've come out because yeah. I like look. I haven't read a, a like a monthly comic in a while, in a while, and I haven't definitely haven't read a weekly event in forever. 
So you are you buy bundle and this because if, if it is this, it's great. If not, it should be this. Like you can go on to you can buy if it like a new preacher, the television show preacher comes out before the first episode comes out. I can go ahead and buy the whole season and then it's automatically downloaded no, when it comes no, out. Not, not that. that's, so that's the way it should be, though. You know, wouldn't that be great? I agree with you. Yeah, I think what they're doing. I think what they're doing right now is since three issues came out, they're like, oh, you can get the first three issues 30 percent off. Oh, okay. So it's like if you buy, like right now, if you, oh, you want to catch up, you've heard about how good it is. Yeah. So just jump on and, and you can get these ones. And I'm then telling you, Comixology, buy the whole season. You know what I'm saying? Right. Save me a little bit of scratch. Buy the whole season. So I, what you've been reading, you've yeah. been, I think that's a good one. So yeah. here's, I only read one issue of this, but I want to, I want to kind of plug it. Um, so did you know that Walmart has their own exclusive DC books? I did not. So Walmart had their own exclusive DC books and they finally they're bringing them out now to stores. Right. So they were exclusive to Walmart. And now that the run is over, whatever it is, or however long after they're, they're letting them come to regular comic book stores so you can get them digital and stuff like that now. So they've got uh, Tom King writing Superman instead of Batman. And they've got Brian Michael Bendis writing Batman instead of Superman. Right. Uh, so, OK, yeah, we'll switch room. So I just read the first issue. Uh, it's called Batman Universe. Brian Michael Bendis is writing it. And then oh, who's uh, Nick Darrington is doing the art on it. And it might have been the best single issue Batman comic I've read in quite a long time. Really? I'm going to tell you, like, the it, art yeah. is fantastic. Darrington is great. His art is fantastic on it. And uh, it's just cartoony enough, right? Like, so... It's it's definitely not stock DC Batman, but it's still it's still very, very good. I mean, it's not, you know, like Capullo, if you've read Batman the last, you know, however many years, Capullo is Batman. The I man. mean, Tom doesn't have Capullo draw it, but you know what I mean? Um, but it's it was super good. And um the the back and forth between Batman and Alfred is wonderful. Bendis writes, Bendis is really good at dialogue and the back and forth, like Batman is, is going after the Riddler and there's like a whole bunch of people dressed as Riddler robbing this place. And like Alfred's in his earpiece. And so he keeps talking to Alfred and like the Riddlers are like, are you talking to me? And then he punches one of the Riddlers, but he's talking. Oh, so Alfred's the man in the chair. Yeah. Alfred's the man in it. And it's super, it's super good. And everybody thinks that, Batman's talking to Alfred, but everybody there's this running gag that everybody thinks that he's talking to them. <laughs> that's actually kind of that's actually yeah pretty adorable. Yeah, here's my whole thing because that's really yeah. weird that you said it's good because when I think of Walmart exclusive lines, I always Dude, think of like good. watered down like Christian bullshit. <laughs> you know where it's like you can't get it's it's like real mainstream. There's not like it doesn't attract a lot of great talent uh but so it's surprising to me that that you say it's so good it's it's super good the art is like spot on it's great so i would tell you 3.99 pick it up give it a read um the the introduction the first uh let's see one two two the first two pages are first person you are batman he's driving the batmobile so it's like you see his hands on the thing and he pops the of the batmobile open and shoots his his grappling hook out 
and then you see him climbing up the side of a wall. Like it's all, it's okay, all yeah, like, yeah. it's like serial action. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's super good. I really enjoy okay. it. Um, but I, I really dug it. So I would check it out. I'm probably going to check out the other ones. I, I really like that. Yeah. So that, that I've only read the one issue, but I was like, okay, yep, this is great. I love the, like, I like Tom King's sort of very serious take on Batman, right? I, or this sort of Batman as a human being sort of thing, right? Because he's yeah. falling in love with Catwoman. And, and, you know, that's what that's what Tom King does well. He, he, like, humanizes a lot of stuff. Not in the grim, gritty, like, Alan Moore sort of way, but in the Tom King way, right? He's just doing it a different right, way. Right, right. Um, but this is, a, this is, like, a fun batman story cool like it's just him on an adventure i really dug it all right you hear that people it's a josh seal of approval on that one uh uh Ooh. karnak over here uh uh, uh what is uh walmart superman and batman uh, something josh likes <laughs> so what else you gonna read sir? uh so i want to give a shout out to this is something that we were i i had on a list based on uh kind of what we were looking at um, we decided not to to go with it, and now I'll, I'll su- suggest the reason why. But it's a trait called Twisted Romance. It's out on Image. Uh, it's basically a collection of like twelve shorts. Uh, so it's a, it's like a trade anthology, and it's yeah. a mix. All all these twelve stories are done by different writers and artists, and they're all like they're all some romance story, but they're all like twisted and kind of dark and um in different ways. And so the art varies wildly. And then in between those, they have just regular prose stories. So you'll have like some weird um, romance tale that's in prose. Now, uh, I really, I want to give a shout out because I love the idea. I think we need more trades that are just collections of kind of small, smaller stories where you can that's read like very, 12 of them. It's a very like Kickstartery kind of idea, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like let's just get a bunch of people with talent who maybe don't have this epic tale to tell, but they have like a court, short vignette. Um, and uh, so I think I would love to see more of that stuff. I don't know how well this was executed writing style, but I, I really like the idea, and I like that a big publisher like Image would take a chance on something like this. So a shout out to Twisted Romance. Um, if you like short stories, pick it. It doesn't have my uh, highest recommendation for a pickup, but uh, it's it's a it's kind of a new thing that you don't really see much outside of Kickstarter. So if that sounds interesting, then you can pick it up on uh, Electric or um, you can buy a hard copy. Electric, electric. on the digital Electric the, Company. Electric Company. Electric. All right, back back to you. So I I'm going to I'm going to try to do like a, a quick rundown of a couple things I, I've read, um, because I think there's one of them that I want us to do. So I'm not going to say a whole lot about it, um, but I'm going to suggest that we do it just as it, it's a fun kind of I mean, you and I have read we did uh, we did um, Dark Knight Returns. Right. We did. Mm-hmm. We did Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Well, right now, uh, DC is doing this this extra mature audience label or it's not even that it's some of it's um like an elseworlds so instead of calling a story elseworlds they're using this uh dc black label right and so uh they're frank frank miller and john ramita jr are doing superman year one right so batman year one you know frank miller's uh, it's it's my favorite frank miller work is probably 
Batman year one is, I think is his best. I don't, I think it's better than, than uh, dark Knight returns, but he's doing the same sort of treatment to Superman. Uh, I'm a sucker for it because it's in that sort of uh, French magazine style, right? It's got a, like a, a sort of cardstock cover on it. Oh yeah. I see that. It looks really well put together. Yeah, and it's got, it's, you know, it's like a big, that's a good oversized. See, so it doesn't even fit in the screen that I'm showing yeah. it to you. Not, uh, wild, I, not wild about that cover, but I like the oversize uh, of it. It's a weird, I'm going to tell you, that's a weird, Ramita has some problems sometimes with proportions. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's maybe what's throwing me off. Yeah, it's the torso is really weird in that one. But the other cover for, for two is pretty rad. I like, I like oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's much better. Yeah, that's so he's, like, yeah. he's fighting a giant monster in that one. I, but, you know, it's, I, I really dug it. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't, well, I don't know. It's not finished yet. I mean, there's, it's interesting is what I think it is, right? Um, it's, it's this sort of new look at what Superman was going through when he left high school. Got it. Right. Okay. okay. Uh, so it's kind of, it's kind of a cool, it's kind of a cool look at it. And, you know, Frank Miller can be pretty trashy and garbage sometimes, right? Like some of his recent stuff has been a little, eh, you know, mm. so I, you know, it's, it, it was, I wanted to check this out. And so I, you know, I, I would rececommend it's, I think the first two books are out. I think it's a three-parter, but essentially the Jesus lost years, right? (laughs) It's, it's, I don't know. It's probably 40 pages maybe. Um, So, I mean, it's a good oversized, it's going to end up being probably um, like six to eight, issues of comic books when it's done but it's just going to be in three of these oversized and definitely i, I would say yeah. that's that's a cool thing to have on the shelf too those over those oversized pieces you know me i love that it i've got way too many of those uh marvel ones from the 80s uh so i was i'm a sucker for it when i see something oversized i'm like ooh. <laughs> so, i read that one i really enjoyed hey, Josh, that take a look at this zip Oh, see, these are the kind of jokes I can't make with six Raiders. <laughs> so, uh, anyone else? You've been reading anything else? We yeah, got? a couple things. Uh, uh, Coda. Uh, Coda is a um, uh, comic by Simon Spurrier. He he's an Eisner winner from a couple. Years. I forgot what he won his Eisner for, but um, it's this. Uh, right now, it's the, the volume one trades out. It's it's this kind of fantasy story that takes place in this world where magic is leaving the world, and so but all these magical elements in there. It's like what happens to a magic world and magic's leaving the world it's it kind of like what labyrinth or one of those not are um you know it's it's that trope has been used before but this is really neat because it kind of follows this bard character and he's got this foul mouth swearing unicorn uh that he rides around so it's like mad max meets um uh the tom cruise movie legend um and the arts fan you would love the art on the art is very much like your boy uh headlopper boy um okay uh, what, who am I thinking of? Uh, Mc, McLean. Yeah, McLean. McLean. Yeah. McLean. Yeah. Andrew McLean. Uh, so it reminds me of that. And then finally, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before. It, it goes back a little bit earlier, the beginning of the summer. But you've heard, of course, of uh, Mage, right? Mac Wagner's Mage. Yeah. Yeah. From the 80s. You read the new version of it? Uh, no, I read the original, like the, oh, okay. the original. Uh, like first six issues of it. Cause it was one of those things when we were kind of diving back, we're kind of like, again, the swamp thing after, it was yeah. after swamp thing. I'm like, let me check out some of the things. So it was either between that or Grendel. Uh, and I went with, uh, mage, uh, of its time of its yeah. time. Well, they just, he just re he, it just has come out and like 
the story picks up now. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think it, I don't know if it really officially had an end to it. So I think they're they're going through it. But uh, going back to your comic roots, you know, uh, looking at the classics, that that uh, there are things in there that I, that I think, as far as storytelling, uh, that the 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 book does really well. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was an interesting interesting read. I, I won't continue with it, but it was a nice touch touching back on the classics. Awesome. So uh, I read uh, the last book of uh, Ed Pisker's uh, X-Men Grand Design, where he's doing the history of X-Men. So cover on that uh, last uh, volume, too. Yeah, it's a, it's a really cool cover. You know, it's a giant, and this is like super oversized, right? Yeah. It's like the That's Conan th- third one, third one, right? Third one, yeah. yeah. So this is the third one, the last, and the the last of it. He ends with um uh old when uh what's the Extinction? one where they go back in time? No, uh, well, uh, uh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, Days of Future Past. So he's ending the history there, right? Um, which is, I, it's a weird place to stop. Yeah, because it's like you still got like another like twenty years of X Men. <laughs> right, but I guess, like, dude, like, how far do you go? Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, well, you go till it gets bad, which is day after days. <laughs> I would say maybe onslaught. I would take it to onslaught. Okay, all right, yeah, but you know, I thought it. I thought it was a really. Uh, it's one of those things where, for us growing up, when we grew up, X Men was the animated TV show, right? Right. And then I read. Uh, when I read X-Men, it was, I think I read Wolverine's book. I didn't read a whole lot of X-Men, but that's when we had X-Force and X-Factor X and Generation X-Factor. X. Yeah. yeah. All these other things where I didn't read a ton of them. Um, so I'm, and I, you know, when we went back and, and, and I read, you know, these other two, the first two, I had only read like Dark Phoenix Saga. Right. Like I don't have a ton of old X-Men knowledge. So it was really cool to to read these three volumes and and learn all this backstory. Um, They've got another indie artist who's going to do the same thing, but for Fantastic Four. And I. I can't remember who it is. That would I, be interesting. We were we've been talking, we've been floating around the idea of going of us going back and reading like the original yeah. ten uh, issues, but that would be helpful. Yeah. <laughs> it is like it's a really cool. Uh, I mean, look, they it's a uh, Fantastic Four grand design. Uh, who's writing it? Um, Tom Scully is writing it. So it's it's is doing the art and writing it. He's super indie art style. Um, and I'm like, okay, it comes out October. The first volume, uh, the first issues come out in October. So I think probably the, the collection, the first two issues that go into a collection will probably be December. Well, that's right? why you, that's why you pick up the grand design. One is, yeah, you get like a little truncated version of the history of, of this epic character or characters, but really the fun part is to see like an indie artist, uh, recreate very famous scenes with very right. famous characters. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should, uh, yeah. it, I really dug Grand Design, even the parts where it was slow. Yeah. Even the parts where I was like, I have, this is so confusing because you're taking like a super confusing, like continuity of a, of the X-Men, right? Right. Confusing anyways. And then you're like giving you the reader's digest version of it. So you're right. leaving out stuff. And so well, I think yeah. this was the one where it felt the most like I was missing something. The okay. other two didn't feel that way. This, this third volume felt the most like, oh, well, 
you didn't tell me who any of the X force or any of that stuff was. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There's some know. big gaps in there. Now yeah. I, I think, I think with the fantastic four grand design, what's going to be nice is we saw a little bit of the indie style Kirby with X-Men, you know, the original X-Men, but then Kirby yeah. goes away from that book. And a lot of the X-Men were created by like, you know, Len Wein and stuff like that. Uh, I think the grand design fantastic four is going to be great because there's going to be dozens and dozens of Kirby designs that we right. now get to see done by independent uh, artists. So that yeah, would be cool. Yeah. Cause I mean, who wants who doesn't want to see like the mole man, like an indie version of the mole man. Cause, right. the, in, cause the mole man looks like indie already. <laughs> right. So I, you know, I really dug it. I'm looking forward to the, I'm looking forward to the fantastic four one. And then I've got a pile of other stuff. I read, uh, I read the, the adventure zone, the second graphic novel uh, from the, famous McElroy brothers podcast where they play D and D with their dad. Um, so they've turned it into this multi media thing now. Uh, so they did um, two graphic novels of the first two arcs of the podcast. And so I read the second one. Good. Um, it wasn't my favorite part of the podcast. So it's like weird. Cause I've the podcast is a giant amount of episodes, right? And then they've condensed it into like, oh, here's the first story arc. We're going to make a graphic novel. Here's the second got story it, arc. or campaign because they're playing D&D, right? And so it's the camp. The second campaign in their D&D gameplay is what this uh, one was. And well, I, I admire the creativity of just the idea of taking one medium that you think wouldn't transfer over and, and doing that. That's really cool. It's really weird. So it's like a D&D game that they turned into a podcast that then they've turned into a graphic novel, right? So it's like this three, it's gone through. Three incarnations. Yeah. And it's, but it's like, so they play the D and D game a little different. It's a lot more narrative, a lot more conversation than you might probably have at the table because they're, they're playing it for an audience to listen to. Um, But then you take that story where you have to like roll dice and do stuff. And then they've turned it into like a, a fleshed out, graphic novel which is which is kind of a, a cool way to do it um and then i read uh an ed brubaker sean phillips mini Ooh, uh, i always can't can't go wrong with those yeah, two. It, um it's not it, it's very nice it's I very like, ed brubaker and look it, at the cover of that is very yeah, ed brubaker, brubaker and, and phillips. phillips uh it is not colored by um brightweiser so it's it's missing a little bit of something uh, but this was better than the other one we read. What was the oh, one we read? Uh, all my, f- all my heroes, heroes are junkies. Junkies, yeah. I thought this one was better than all my heroes are junkies because it was a, I don't know. It was. It's about the comic industry, so it was kind of a cool little crime story ask thing that takes place during a comic con. Yeah. Um, so it, I, I mean, thought it was. That's, it was, that's it was, what Brubaker does. He takes something he's got a passion for, and then he just makes a crime story. Yeah, yeah. So I, think was, next, I think he's doing one on troll dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh treasure trolls actually <laughs> uh, i've got the jewels in the belly so that's the one that, that's the one that really gets uh, <laughs> and don't you rub their jewel and you get a whip right? <laughs> you get a whip you were a, jewel? Treasure troll, you were a treasure troll for halloween once weren't you uh no i was a fairy oh that's all right. different kinds of fairies i was the absent fairy someone else was the hairy fairy someone else was the dairy fairy we had a, a lot like, of fairies going on i feel i'd have to be a hairy fairy I yeah like you'd have to be a hairy fairy that would be my only. That'd be my only. My you, could only be a, you could be a Holly Berry fairy. Oh, I could. I yeah. could. Oh, no, um, that's appropriation. Sorry. 
Yeah, I did. I I read two others that I'm not going to talk about because I'm going to try to convince you to read uh, that one. I ordered that the one you're holding up. Yep, uh-huh. I ordered the the single ones from them. Never yeah. got them, and they charged me. Never them, got them. Yeah, is it when so you were I, moving? No, it was. I ordered that right after we had decided that we were going to do wow. that book. Uh, and I and I six issues. I might read it digitally, but like I got to go back in and be like, hey guys. Where yeah. are books? I thought maybe they, maybe I thought maybe they sent it snail mail, and because I was living overseas, but it had, it has been the past the point of snail mail. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I got some issues. Got some issues with those guys. Yeah, uh, and then Actually, I don't one, have some issues, and that's my issue. <laughs> and the other one I read that I think we should we should talk about doing is Murder Falcon. That uh, that cover reminds me of that um, that uh, Kickstarter we both picked up. I wonder if it's the same artist, uh, the one where it's got the guy who looks like Johnny Thunder. Uh, remember that one that we picked up? Oh, it where he's is... going across the the desert or something. Yes, like that? is that the same? It is, it is not the same guy. No, uh, this is Daniel Warren uh, Johnson. Uh, but it does. It's a, look. It's a it's a metal monster fest, man. It's monsters and and like hair metal and magical instruments. Perfect. Sign so, me up. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. So, right, ladies Felt and gentlemen, you. normally on a podcast we wouldn't uh, just do about, but it's been a while. It's been a while, yeah. and Josh has to catch up on our comic book readings. I th- yeah, I want you. Well, I think like as an audience, guys, if if you want to check any of those books out, I don't think there's I, you know all the ones that I mentioned. I, I you know I would su- definitely suggest checking out. Um, <clears throat> anything else you read, Travis? You want to throw out there for the uh, people? I'm good right now. I mean, any of these that we both mentioned, we might take and uh, uh, read as a whole uh maybe we might do uh once the house of x and powers of x are all over maybe we might do a whole episode where we just uh talk about those, yeah, uh, talk the, about those 12. 12 issues because i yeah. definitely want to talk more about that and see where um uh hickman takes it so yeah i'm interested to see where it goes so you know ladies and gentlemen those are good ones to check out so uh here's where i want to go next travis i want to take a second i want to tell our listeners that you can find all of our old episodes at www.comicexposure.com. And you can also uh, find us wherever your podcasts are. And we we hope that you take a listen and give us them five star, you know, a four star review. You don't have to give us five stars. And if it's only a four star possibility, give us three. You know, I, I'm not asking for a hundred percent, right? You know what? I'm thinking a three just sounds like almost as me at this point. We live in a world where a three, it, it, uh, internet, a three out of five is like no i'm saying if it's only no one got time for that if the option's four i'm okay okay with three if it's five that's what you're saying you know what i mean one step down from 100 percent. yeah you know i'd like to be if i was a grade i'd like to be at 86 percent. yeah yeah good b plus yeah 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 yeah. not a b not (laughs) Not a b b plus we're like on the other side of that if we tried a little harder we could be an A minus, but <laughs> I want to be the podcast that's at eighty six percent, like the student who's an eighty six percent that you don't doesn't get attention because they're not the best and they're not the worst, so they just kind of coast through and you forget that you have them as a student. <laughs> <laughs> so, I I just want to take folks. You can go back and check that stuff out if you want to order some swag with some comic exposure on it. You can go to threadless dot com slash comic exposure. Did I say it right? Is it uh, comic no, uh, com- uh, thos.com backslash comic exposure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Backslash comic exposure. You can go order yourself a comic exposure tote, coffee mug, t shirt. If that's your if that's your fancy, if yeah. that's your fan. Um, so now let's move on to discussion number two, Travis. Right? Yes.
Disney owns everything now, right? I was going to say, is there a podcast today, any podcast, where Disney is not mentioned at some point? No, no, matter, no matter if it's like a podcast on like George Washington, the Disney Corporation will be mentioned somewhere in that podcast. At some so point. So we're doing our due diligence as podcasters. Right. So I, everybody knows. So at Comic-Con and then at D23, is that what they call it? Yeah. Whatever the Disney convention is. I call it D, uh, D2. D2. Mighty Ducks. Yep. The Knuckle Puck, buddy. Yep. Knuckle Puck time. Knuckle Puck time. The Flying V. Yep. All yeah. references from Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we talk just one aside? Isn't it crazy that a hockey team took their jersey design from a movie about young kids playing hockey? Well, yeah. When you're in Anaheim, man, you got to run everything by Big Disney. <laughs> Big Disney's right. got a finger in everything. <laughs> and that's the whole industry of the of the place. Guys, yeah. we already have it. We already built you everything you need for this for this team. How is Mighty Ducks not been rebooted? Is my thing. You know what? Because rollerblading rebooted. Re- <laughs> rollerblading isn't cool. Yeah, but they were barely roller. They were only roll- rollerblading in D two. You're right. No, okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. D two was a rollerblade centric <laughs> yeah. film, though. And you got a rollerblade to that mall. Got a rollerblade to that mall. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, how do you prove that they're hockey players outside of the rink if you don't have them rollerblade? Oh, that's true. Um, you just gotta. Yeah, and also, like, you can't really be an outcast playing hockey because hockey is just so expensive. Uh, <laughs> you can't be. There's no like grungy kids who can afford hockey equipment that are. I guess in D one though, they were playing with like newspapers yeah, and stuff anymore, like that. Man, not yeah. anymore. Like in the in in you know 2019, man. Like Do you know how expensive ring time is. Woo! Everything, right? Everything's a league. Everything's you know. Everybody's like a, a, a you know. Everything's so expensive now. Look, I've got a kid in gymnastics. It is expensive, and that's like <laughs> he doesn't. He, what equipment does he have? Yeah, he doesn't have yeah, anything. That time, yeah, exactly. He doesn't, need, he doesn't need balls. He doesn't need what kind like, of what, what kind of what, what kind of what, what, what are we what are you paying for that? Like by the month, by the lesson. Give me a, give me a figure here. We pay monthly plus the team fee. Plus other fees for competitions. Wow. So, yeah. So it's like having like a, a fancy for, gym membership. We pay for gym time. Plus we pay his team membership fee. Okay. And then we have to pay when competitions come up. There's stuff we have to pay for competitions. Because everyone gets a everyone gets a medal. No, because like you have to like it's in some of them are in Tucson and it's like the entrance fee and all that junk. I don't okay. know, man. It's expensive, but yeah, he, he's he got a medal because he placed. But I like he got a trophy because he placed. I think everybody gets like a hey, you get a medal, but like he got like a a thing because he placed placed. Okay, well, good for or him. Was the other, or was the other way around? Everybody got a little plaque because they participated, but then you got a medal if you placed. I don't remember. It was you one. can listen to more of this on our next podcast, Talking Kids. Yeah, Josh spends too much money on gymnastics. Are kids expensive? Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, so anyways, I'm sorry. I took us off course because Disney owns everything. And Disney yep. is a, a, a children's corporation, a entertainment Goliath. Uh, they've announced all of these Marvel shows that are coming out, Travis. And so I want to. I don't I haven't I heard about this. <laughs> I want to I want to talk to you a little bit. Have you have you what's your 
What's your, I know you just made a joke about it, but what's your knowledge of these upcoming Marvel shows? Uh, so uh, we at the San Diego Comic Con was when they put out the the list of what uh, comic shows are going to be coming up. Some of them had been hinted about in the the past, like the Scarlet Witch and Vision, you know, the 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 Bucky and right. uh, you know, but we didn't know like what they what they were going to officially be called. We didn't know. Uh, a lot about that stuff, the the necessarily about the format, and a lot of those rumors were just confirmed. I don't right. think and there was a lot of new stuff. stuff. Yeah. They dropped some stuff that no one even was talking about yet either. At D twenty three, they dropped even more stuff. So I want to I want to kind of know. So I'm just going to run the list really quick, right? So we've got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, WandaVision, um, Marvel's What If, um, Loki a oh, where did it go this is the worst i thought i had a good list but then i don't have a good list dang it why would you do this to me newsweek you're a liar i went to newsweek dude i didn't go to some clickbait site yeah you go something like buzzfeed i was like what are you going to newsweek for <laughs> i don't know man because it was there maybe insider has a better one okay were you gonna when i was looking forward to the most yeah which i mean out of the ones out of the ones that you've heard about uh, other ones I've heard about, uh, the what if I think is a separate conversation. That's it's interesting. And it's the one yeah. that I'm kind of excited about because I know the least about. Um, uh, out of the other ones, I would say I'm, I'm most excited for Loki. And here's the reason why. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not bashing the, these people, but just on what I've seen, uh, Tom Hiddleston is, I find, the most charming and most engaging of all those sets of actors. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like the other ones, Wanda and Vision and those, those were like my least favorite characters in the Avengers movie. Not like character, like Avengers and like just like the character yeah. itself, but like how they were being played by the people. They weren't bad. They weren't bad. But compared to some of the other characters in there, um, yeah. they were, you know, they're B-Squad, right? Um, right. And when you look, when I look at B-Squad, I look at, okay can these actors hold down 12 hours of a show for me? Uh, and I think they will. I think they'll, I think they'll do it. And I think we're in for some surprises in there, but when it comes to which ones I'm looking forward to, not knowing any of the art concepts or director, you know, styles like that, I would say Loki just based on the character itself and who's playing him. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think that that's going to be an interesting, uh, I think it'll be interesting and and just to run the other ones, we're gonna get Blade, we're gonna get Hawkeye, we're gonna get Moon Knight, we're gonna get Miss Marvel. Ooh, and we're you know what? Can I change my answer? Because I forgot that I was most Blade. excited for Hawkeye because it okay. looks like it's gonna be Fractions Hawkeye. It well, it looks like it's the gonna logo what else was at least. It, yeah, it's that, but I heard that it might follow him as Ronin as well. Ooh. So I'm not exactly sure what it's gonna be, but I think if they I think they can do it. Well, I don't really love Jeremy Renner. Me either. So Again, I'm wondering. He falls into the same with the other cat. There's none of those actors right. I really love, you know? Right. I think for me, I'm interested in. Uh, I think Blade is going to be. Blade's the best. Are, I thought that was a movie. I didn't know that was a series. Is it a movie? Oh, it is a movie. It is yeah, a movie. Yeah, Not yeah, a yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm yeah. taking that off the table. It cannot yeah, be yeah, the one you're right. most excited about. Um, okay. I think She-Hulk has potential to be good. Because I did like list? that weird, I did like that weird run that we read. You didn't love it for a series? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a series. 
Oh, that's they're doing dope. a She-Hulk series. Oh yeah, so I think the Couch Crunchers are talking about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's gonna be interesting. I also think uh, there's a good plug for our friends Couch Crunchers. Go check out their podcast. Um, I also think, I think Moon Knight could be good, despite the weird shit we've read. I think it lets you do a street level Batman for Marvel. Yeah. And, but I think it would have fit really well in the Netflix version. And I'm, and I don't know what the tone of, I think what we're going to get is we're just going to get the movie tone now in TV form. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't think, we're, I, see, I don't think we're yeah. have a different tone here. Here's, here's what, here's my problem with Moon Knight. And people are like, we want, we demand Moon Knight. We demand Moon Knight. Here's my thing. Have you read Moon Knight? Any of the other runs, I have a little bit of knowledge of Moonlight. He doesn't really have a distinct personality per se. The one that we read, I forgot who did that one. It feels kind of like they've already done that version with that show Legion. It's like where he's having a psychotic oh, breakdown. Yeah, personality stuff. Yeah, it, it feels it feels like Legion. Um, and also, I'm like Moon. Like, why are all these people all of a sudden liking Moon Knight? You weren't out there buying Moon Knight comics, and I'm like, oh, they like the character design. And I feel like as much people wanting to be hipstery and being like, I like Moon Knight because no one knows anything. No one's gonna call me out on my Moon Knight knowledge. And no one's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Moon Knight. All right, tell me about the Moon Mobile. Actually, I think he had his helicopter. I think he has a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, but you see what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like, where is a Moonicopter? Like, if you were gonna play Moon Knight, if they said Josh Buckley, we want you to play Moon Knight. You'd be like, I don't yeah. know what, what what is. How do I play that? Like, what's the? If you're gonna play Wolverine, right. there's ways to play it. If you're gonna play Cyclops, there's ways to play it. But what is what is what? The question of the ages. What is a Moon Knight? I mean, seriously, what is it? <laughs> what's the deal with Moon Knight? What's the deal with Moon Knight? Is he a moon? Is he a night? I don't know. <laughs> How many personalities does this guy have? Uh, but, you know, I, I think that that has potential to look cool. Yes. And then looking cool can go away. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I think the WandaVision one has potential. Because, because did you see the little poster for it? No, because that right now is my least least. Oh, no, here's why. Yeah. The poster looks like very much like the amazing Tom King vision. Does it? Where it's like home, bad. it's home life between, uh, between uh, Vision and and Wanda. Uh, kind of looking it up. I think. <laughs> look, I think you could have a lot of fun with that idea. The idea of like, let's take this, these superheroes, and this is our chance to do. I think it's Marvel's chance to do a story where we look into the life of a superhero when they're not a superhero, you know, and I'm sure we'll still get bombastic stuff that goes on, but I do kind of like the idea of Are like, you talking about a deconstruction of a superhero, Josh. I am. <laughs> I am. Wow. That's Have breaking, you watched breaking new ground? <laughs> well, on uh, in cinema, like on television. Yeah. Boys did it. Um, the boys, yeah, but boys. Uh, the Umbrella did... Academy, not so much, not so much. That's not, I wouldn't consider that necessarily a deconstruction. Um, no, this is more of a boys. Is, I don't. The boys is very much like, but it doesn't. I don't think the boys shows you what their real life is like. I think the boys is like, look, superheroes are shitty too, right? Yeah, I like the way you say the boys. Like you're the about boys. to like break out the boys, the boys, the boys, the boys. <laughs> uh, but uh, I think that one could be interesting. I'm yeah, going to no, tell you uh, if it's Tom King's we we are on record. You can listen to yeah. that podcast, read a uh, 
his uh, vision run his vision tom king's vision run it's a great run yeah, uh two volumes him and uh jose was it polito no polito didn't do it who who did the art on that one lots of prizes uh lots of disguises and there's also pies of big sizes as yeah. the garfield yeah. cartoon used to say i believe so i believe so yeah no i i, I i'm down with that one uh, i how i get it because i don't think she's a great actress yeah she can't emote very well um at least one I've seen. I wanted to be well. You know, I take that back. I don't know this woman. I haven't seen her in much stuff. But um, yeah, and the way that vision is, is it, like watching 10 hours of someone acting the way vision has acted in the film would be like that monotone, that right. straight delivery would drive me insane. But if something happens to vision where it's him break, like throughout it, he's breaking out of it, like very Tom King S, like he's, he yeah. has that like. Can you just get me a beer, Wanda? I had a long day at work. Can right, he's trying for like, human. like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that could be cool. I, you got yeah. me on that. I, I, I will agree. <laughs> if that's where we're going, Tom King, then I'm all for it. The thing that I'm most excited about, I, you know, I think I don't think there's any of them that I'm like I won't watch. I'll watch the first episode. I'm gonna pay yeah. for it. Yeah, I, I'm gonna pay for Disney Plus. Oh yeah. You know why I'm gonna pay for Disney Plus? Because it's not even. Don't, they will come after you. <laughs> no. Did, did you watch the preview for the Star Wars one for the Mandalorian? Yes, yes, yes yeah. Looks I, very expensive. Yes, it looks <laughs> very expensive. Like, I, I almost don't want to play it on my TV because nothing that expensive should be in my house. <laughs> it looks gorgeous. And so if that's what we're seeing, and if that's the quality that they're going to put into these Marvel tv shows right because we can talk about and this is this is a question i have for you and i don't know how long we've been podcasting how much time we have left but um i have a question for you i think can take us out of this conversation or at least bridge us to maybe finish up this conversation as we look at this new crop of disney marvel shows that are going to be on a disney platform right how do you think this is going to differ from the tv universe we just got on uh netflix that just ended up uh that just ended unceremoniously well i i think you're, I you're, you're, you're kind of you're kind of catching you're kind of like showing hand a little bit we're talking about the restrictions that disney as a company places on their own media as far as what they can show and what lines they'll cross uh, right. in, in a certain way like you know certainly like language and the amount the types of violence they show i in the past, I would say, oh, it sucks, man, because now you're not going to be able to do like, uh, a, like you know, in Daredevil, there was some really dark shit, you know, in yeah. in in Jessica Jones, that first season, there's some really dark stuff happening, uh, which makes you feel like you're like, wow, I can't believe they showed that. It's really cool. However, I will say this uh, as a amateur writer myself, uh, I find that when I'm given restrictions like, OK, this is for this audience uh and i have a story that i want to tell I'm like how am i going to tell the story in a way that does the story justice and the tone and to the source material or where i want to go when i'm under these restri restrictions it often forces creators to be cr like creative in really interesting and fun ways that they wouldn't have gotten to if they were given free reign if they were if netflix is like i don't care what you do Right, uh, like so, the the boys, I like the boys a lot. Don't get me wrong; I really enjoyed that. But it suffers from that a little bit. 
Um, that you can do uh, whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. It does suffer from that a little bit where you're like, oh, okay. If you had been a little bit more creative, um, then I think I might, that that moment you were trying to sell me might have been better if it wasn't just like someone's head getting pumpkin stomped, you know, into a million pieces. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think I agree with you. I, I think I'm interested to see, because the one thing that we all, that we kept wanting to have happen with those Netflix shows is for them to really play with the rest of the universe. Right. Yes. Uh, oh, good point. Right. We wanted that to have an impact. We wanted it to play in that world but we didn't get it. And so I do, I'm really intrigued by the, by the idea that we're going to see this very much crossover cross platforms. Right? Like if you want this Epic story, now you gotta, you gotta, you gotta walk both worlds. We want you, not right. only as Disney, do we want you in the theaters? We want you in your home. But I also think like you can't do it too much, right? Like I think they'll do it more than they ever did when it was a Netflix show. Right. Because on the Netflix shows, you got like, when the incident happened yeah. and like someone's Big talking green guys coming around here. Yeah. Right. Like, and, and then they, that and, means- they, and they stopped that real quick. I think that was like in the they first did. season of daredevil, was, maybe Jessica Jones made those conversations, but I'm curious as to, I think you'll get a more, I think what happened with those shows is they, they, they were too grim. Right. Yeah. Like after the first season, after everyone's first season, you were like, okay, I, like, oh, I get it, right? The grind, right? Yeah. Um, and so I think the only one I really liked the second season of was Daredevil. I don't think I like anybody else's second season, really. Um, no. I didn't, I didn't I finish didn't Punisher was, uh, was not as good as the first season of Punisher. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't finish Jessica Jones season two. I didn't finish Luke season two. I think I finished. I like Luke Cage season two. I thought that was, I thought that was good. Yeah. I didn't finish it. I like, there was just something where I was like, you know, I just want you to, I just want you to turn the switch and be a real superhero show. Yeah. Cause I felt like all of those Netflix shows held back from being as crazy comic book as Marvel's decided to be in their movies. Right. Right. And so I think what we're going to get is we're going to get them to go like, oh, no, we're at 11 here about what we can do. You saw Thor Ragnarok, right? Yeah. Well, guess what? We're going to be just as we can be just as batshit crazy on TV now. Right. You know, so I'm looking I'm looking forward to that sort of like. I get the serialized story, but then we also get to do it in this expensive way yeah that i mean that is the cool part about disney one of the good things about disney doing it no matter there are some downsides to it but they're the ones with the money and they're the ones who have been you know doing this and so not only do you get these ips that we grew up with and we love and we can't believe that we're seeing all of them on tv but they're also in like the master's hands these people can afford to hire anyone they want right and that's the part want, where if you want Sam Raimi to do a 10 episode Disney plus Craven the Hunter, you just get he'll they'll do it. What you did know? you did you just pitch the best? <laughs> yeah, that would be did an you awesome one. Best, what, but now Disney, did you see all the crap about Disney losing Spider-Man maybe? Yeah, it's been back and forth. So it's like, know. tell me when you get it figured out. Because I'm not doing right? this one week, it's this, or next week, it's that. Because yeah. all, all, all they're really doing is creating podcast content. Right? <laughs> hey, look, 
I'm just telling you, you guys have the X-Men, you have Fantastic Four. Give them to me. Just just bring them in, yeah, guys. Yeah. yeah. Just let, bring them in. Let us play with your toys. Yeah. Let me let, but I get why you don't let touch me help the, you. Help me. I get why you don't help, help me you. help you. I get why you don't touch the X-Men, right? I understand it. Yeah. You gotta give that some time. Yeah. But then right. I go like, no, you don't. You don't have to give it time. Yeah, yeah. Because no one watched those last three movies. So who cares? Yeah, exactly. I I'm not watching that Dark Phoenix. I want to watch it only so I can, I don't know. Did you, okay, so I finally watched Hellboy. Last thing before we wrap yeah. up. I finally watched Hellboy. Did you Did you see the yep. new one, the David Harbour one? Yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't think it was good or great, but I enjoyed it. Did you just mess up your microphone, Travis? You did. Yeah. You fool. There we there go. We go. Maybe because you have like paper towels holding well, it. Well, I had to that. stuff it because it, it, the, the mic was, listen, don't. Don't, no, I'm just messing don't with you. break don't break the fourth <laughs> wall for all these people know that I'm in a professional studio <laughs> in your pantry um but I like I was it great no was it good eh. did I have fun watching it yes yeah right like that that's the I think that was it yeah I mean um I think that it was there's some really fun scenes like the giant fighting scene I mean it's a right. bloody it's a bloody movie yeah but yeah. it sometimes is a bloody mess. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's Travis Ratz and I just piling on the discussion of comic books and uh, and some Disney plus action. It was a good old fashioned comic talk, which you don't get some these days, you know? No. Good old fashioned no, comic we... talk for the first part of the top of the episode. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find the show at www.comicexposure.com on all the locations where you get your podcasts. Tell your grandmother, tell your mom, tell your friends, tell your comic book shop owner. Tell your priest, tell your priest, you know, when you're yeah, next time you're in confession, yeah. you know, of course, confess your sins. But at the end, throw a plug in. Yeah. Be like, hey, uh, Father John, you know what? I got something for you. Yeah. You should check these guys out. I've forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. I have binged five episodes of comic exposure and I'm not sorry. <laughs> what's what's this thing you speak of? <laughs> um so so thanks thanks guys for tuning in thanks for listening up uh travis and i'll drop the book that we're going to talk about next coming up uh so it's a really big show uh thank you for thank you for tuning in guys and we'll see you next trade